Hello everybody, I am Esra Aigun. And I'm Lefteris Adilinis. We are here with you with a new podcast, Decode Cyprus. Because in Cyprus, nothing is as it looks. So this week, I really want to the, ask you and pick your brains about the presidential elections in the in the South, in the Republic of Cyprus. Um, wow. There are a lot of things going on. There are um, official candidates, there are rumored candidates, and uh, I think uh, it would be very interesting to see um, what you think and to learn your perspective. Okay. So, so okay. Um, yeah. So, what is going on? Uh, let's let me start with that. Uh, what's going on with the presidential elections? They will be in two thousand twenty-three. Yes. They will be in, a, in one year's time. That's that's you know the first thing I want to say is that this pre-election campaign started way too early. Mm-hmm. Up to now, um, has been defined by the infighting in the government party, the the, the Democratic Rally. Okay. From where. Well, from this party, at least two candidates have have emerged. Averov Novitu, the chairman of the party, and mm-hmm. Nikos Christodoulidis, the ex-foreign minister. Mm-hmm. Averov Novitu, now is the official candidate of uh, this, the Democratic Rally, has started going about promoting his undeclared at that point candidacy six months ago, to say the least. Why do you same... think it started so early? Was it because of the infighting or uh, or other reasons? I think that Verov uh, Nofitu uh, wanted to, to make sure that uh, people knew his uh, intentions and he prepared, let's say, the ground uh, for announcing his candidacy. Because, uh, as you know, Verov Nofitu uh, was always ha- always had this, um, uh, this image of... Uh, Uh, the man or the politician uh, at the backstage, mm-hmm. not in the front, not at the front. Mm-hmm. So uh, he wanted to start early to talk to people before officially announcing his uh, candidacy. Uh, but uh, at the same time, uh, six months ago or even uh, more, Nikos Christodoulidis started as well promoting himself using the mechanism of foreign ministry. Okay, he was the foreign minister at the time. He was the foreign minister and... at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, he he keeps he still now keeps his candidacy undeclared, although everybody be, believes that he's going to run, mm-hmm. uh, and he hopes either to be the alternative candidate of Democratic Rally if okay. Averov doesn't mobilize enough public support, or okay. to be the candidate of Vico and other smaller opposition parties such as uh, wow. Edek and uh, Dipa. Oh my God! Okay, but um, but can DC change its uh, decision after uh, this point, and um, you know, so, um, uh, come up with another candidate other than uh, Averov? Isn't is it, isn't it not official and set in stone yet? In uh, let's say it's going to become official at uh, uh, the 12th of March. Ah, when okay. uh, when the High Council of uh, of uh, Democratic Rally is going to convene and uh, obviously is going to confirm Averov as uh, the the official candidate because there is nobody else. Okay. Uh, Nikos Christodoulidis didn't appear uh, during the party uh, procedure, so he's uh, he's out of uh, mm-hmm. uh, of the you know of the possibility to be the the candidate of uh, of the party. Of this. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, this, you know, the 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 fact that, uh, that we have two people from the Democratic Rally now, 
more or less uh, fighting for the, for the presidency or will fight for the president, it creates a weird situation of democratic rally. Yes. The party now suffers from inward looking and Averov will need to fight tooth and nail to maintain unity and winning wider public support at the same time. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, people from the from DC they they sort of um, uh, say to journalists or to analysts uh, to analysts that um, there could be a situation that if Averov doesn't mobilize uh, enough support, let's say uh, put it bluntly, if he is not electable, then he could uh, withdraw and another p- person takes uh, the lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Christodoulidis hopes that he might be this person okay. himself. Okay. That's that's the situation. Wow. And and what is the stance of uh, President Nikos Anastasiadis? What does he uh, what is he doing while there is all this infighting going on? Look, that's to, to, to my opinion. It's uh, that's uh, anybody's guess because uh, officially President Anastasiadis supports obviously uh, Averov Nofitu. He said it as well. But mm-hmm. people um, let to to be known that uh, you know his uh, his uh, final stance is not going to be uh, is not uh, let's say uh, definite. So mm-hmm. he might he may change or he may uh, he, he may uh, support Christodoulidis uh, unofficially, not office, mm-hmm. not publicly, but, uh, you know, in the sidelines. Okay, okay. Yes, I've heard some rumors that uh, he was unofficially supporting Christodoulidis, but of course, as I said, they're just rumors and we don't have anything to to substantiate those, uh, yeah. those rumors. Anyway, and... I mean, the, the situation as it is now is that, uh, you know, Averov, uh, in uh, the sort of uh, discreet, let's say, uh, opinion polls that... Uh, uh, are uh, conducting all parties. Uh, Averov is not so popular as Christodoulidis, but mm-hmm. this could change because mm-hmm. um, nowadays we have we haven't got official candidacies by all the by all political parties. We, we haven't de- the people they haven't declared themselves. Mm-hmm. Many other people. So let's see what's going to happen. Things yeah. could change. I think it's way too early to to. Uh, have a sort of uh, final judgment on that. Okay, okay. And, and from, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is Akel doing? Um, the the left party, Akel, uh, the, and uh, one of the two biggest parties, uh, what are they doing? Uh, they um, they haven't decided yet. And uh, they, they said, uh, first of all, that uh, they they had some, uh, uh, of course, the, uh, the, the, the Party bodies, they, they decided what to do, the framework, let's say, that they can work to, with, and uh, they declared that they're going to try to to formulate a, an opposition sort of coalition uh, and choose afterwards a person to uh, to run, to, to have as a common candidate. But, what um, does that mean exactly? Like uh, come together with the other parties, the 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 smaller parties. You mean? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's uh, that's the, the the funny thing because uh, let's say um, Akel has uh, has started talks unofficially with Diko and will start officially as well from now on because Diko had their own as well um, uh, conference and uh, they have decided to move first to with the opposition parties and uh, and have talks for uh, forming a coalition they mm-hmm. will will start talks with ECO and we follow up with other opposition parties as well like yeah, to select a commonly accepted candidate 
They have made clear, though, that they won't support Averov, Neofitu, or Nikos Christodoulidis. Akel says both politicians will continue the policies of President Anastasiadis. And of course, Akel uh, wants the government of, uh, of Anastasiadis um, to replace it and uh, mm -hmm. the, the policies of uh, this government to, to be overturned. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is that Akel has no problem to talk and possibly work together with ICO, a right-wing party. Yes, party, yes. That its position on Cyprus problem and the economy Uh, is uh, the, exa the exact opposite of Akel's position. Exactly. It is, it is anybody guess with common uh, what sort of common ground they are going to get uh, these two uh, two parties that they have both and, in Cyprus problem and the economy. Huge yeah, difference. Huge difference. And I, I mean, there are, well, and we have seen the example of this. I mean, we had um, the, the father, Papadopoulos, who was elected um, with Akel's support. Am I, am I wrong? No, of course you're not wrong. I mean, that's what, and at that point, Akel was arguing and as well to, to be able to persuade um, their membership, the, the, fun, the, the rank and file, uh, that um, uh, this is something that could work. Uh, saying that um, uh, Papadopoulos has, had changed uh, yes. his stance on Cyprus problem, which was the main difference mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, this, uh, this wasn't the case. Look, uh, uh, Akel had changed its stance, <laughs> apparently. Yes, <laughs> that's the bizarre reality, Ezra, of Cyprus politics. Yes, uh, uh, made really... people that made people to distrust and, in some cases, to despise the way political parties handle themselves. Wow. In any case, uh, talking about Akel and Rico, at, at that point, uh, at this point, COVID has prevented uh, the official direct talks because Stefano Stefano, the Secretary General of Akel, was found um, positive oh, and okay. need to stay isolated for a few more days. Mm -hmm. But uh, talking about Stefanos, uh, uh, the leader of Akel hasn't also excluded the possibility uh, to support other former, former ministers of Nikos Anastasiadis. That's why the name of uh, George Pamboridis, the ex-health uh, minister, came into the fore. Okay. Again, don't yeah. exclude as well supporting Nicolas Papadopoulos also. Mm -hmm. But they acknowledge that they will have great difficulty to get the chairman of DICO approved by the, the membership of Akel. Mm -hmm. That's... Um, mm -hmm. That's the situation. Okay, so uh, so so we we could have a second Papadopoulos era uh, with the support of uh, Akel. Of Akel, uh, yeah. yes, we could. It's a, uh, yeah. Of course, nobody can exclude anything. I mean, it's uh, way too early to yes. see if. Uh, but um, uh, it's going to be very difficult for Akel uh, voters to to go for uh, Nicolas Papadopoulos because now the differences are very well defined. They will have to do an amazing job in persuading people. You know to. And okay. this is not good as well for, for, uh, for politics um, uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, as we said, as I said before, you know, they distrust uh, political parties exactly mm -hmm. because of this horse trading, mm -hmm. of this, um, uh, I, I can do anything to get to power. Yes. That's what it is. That's true. But, That's very true. Yeah. But apart from this, uh, uh, let's say, of these candidates, we have others as well. Yes, uh, you have a, you have a few independents, don't you? Yes, they, you have some others that uh, yeah. they, they, they want to run as independent candidates. Okay. Uh, one of them is Mario Siliadis, mm -hmm. uh, a lawyer and ex-minister. He declared uh, Achilleas Dimitriadis, mm -hmm. a well-known human rights lawyer and, yes. uh, and an avid, uh, have to say, supporter of solving the Cyprus problem mm -hmm. with the federal model. 
and uh, but uh, he hasn't declared as such. He says uh, he he had said uh, that um, he's interested, but at the, uh, this time he wants to uh, to talk to people uh, to formulate um, uh, his policies and announce okay. obviously in the spring. Another okay. one is Christopoulos Protopapas, the CEO uh -huh. of uh, of Elasat. Uh -huh, uh -huh. As I said before, on the grapevine, you have the names of uh, George Pamboridis, yes, a, law yes. a lawyer and a former health minister mm -hmm. uh, of Nikos Anastasiadis, who was talked about as being considered, uh, as I said, by Akiel. Mm -hmm. As well, you hear the name of Irini Haralambidou, okay. an Akiel member of, uh, of parliament, um, mm -hmm. who reportedly has presidential ambitions, okay. and of course, as I said, Nikolas Papadopoulos. Okay, okay. So that's and, more or less the situation, isn't it? But, and and uh, Lefteris, what does all this mean for the Cyprus problem? Because, you know, I'm obsessed with the Cyprus problem. I have to ask this. Um, I mean, I, I really, I don't see um, the Cyprus problem playing a huge role in the selection of candidates or the way parties are making their decisions. Um, what, what do you think is the, is the situation? Are we, did we already put it aside and we have accepted that it's not going to be solved or um, are we still looking for ways to, to, to solve this whole mess? Uh, as you say very well, uh, you, you, you very well put it that uh, we are in a mess uh, in terms of the Cyprus problem, and um, I don't see it playing a um, sort of a, a, a substantial role in the pre-election pre campaign, because people okay. um, as well they want to put it a little bit aside, uh, because they want to formulate uh, this uh, to do the horse trading and formulate some alliances uh, with uh, in between parties. Mm -hmm. They don't have anything in common in uh, Cyprus problems, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they will try to put it uh, aside. Put it aside, yeah, to make things easier. Yeah. To make things easier, and uh, then we see. But of course, uh, as we know, the for <laughs> well known in the Cyprus problem, time is not uh, in favor of the solution. So there you yes. are. Yes. And anyway, we are in a mess. We are in a in an impasse that um, I haven't seen uh, in uh, 20 years. I follow the Cyprus problem. I haven't seen. Such a yes. situation. I, I was going to ask you, you you even when we were talking before, you said it is not even an impasse anymore. Yes. Uh, where do we stand? I think we get into into a different era, let's say, for the Cyprus problem. Uh, people, they won't acknowledge that uh, publicly, obviously, especially the, um, the politicians. In, I, I suppose in in uh, the Greek Cypriot side, definitely, uh, because it's not, uh, let's say, it's not a popular notion. But um, uh, we know now that uh, Turkey is not uh, going to accept uh, uh, going again into negotiations for a federal model that easily. I think that uh, they have made that clear. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, the Turkey Cypriot leadership as well um, says it all the time that uh, they want. Uh, uh, yeah. two states and everything. So yeah. we're talking about a different era. Yeah. According to my opinion, uh, we need to find a middle way there mm -hmm. and, uh, and find a, a different uh, accommodation, let's say an arrangement mm -hmm. uh, for, the, for the island to be able to, uh, to work. I you mean other other than a BBF, a bizonal bicommunal federation? Yes, yes. Okay. I think that the, the, the time of bizonal bicommunal federation uh, has passed. BBF is dead. 
BBS is dead. Oh my uh, so we need to find something else. That's that's my opinion because uh, yeah. at the end of the day, you can't really uh, strive for something that um, uh, nobody wants it anymore. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Uh, if we are if we are frank, nobody wants it. I mean, the the Turkey Cypriots definitely don't want it. At least in in um, the leadership and the yes, and the, the main and the main the leadership and the main mm -hmm. party mm -hmm. Turkey definitely doesn't want it anymore mm -hmm. and uh, i think uh, lots of uh, politicians and many politicians or political parties in the south uh, they don't want it anymore but uh, they don't say it as well but what do they want <sighs> that's, that's a very good question <laughs> You know, people people in Cyprus, we know what we don't want, but we don't know what, what we really we, want. Oh, my God. So, yeah. so yes. And uh, basically, this this happens because uh, political parties, they don't produce poly policies, really. They just uh, follow. They, they react on uh, whatever exactly. other. They react on whatever other people uh, say and do, especially mm -hmm. in the international community. Mm -hmm. So they don't have their own vision of how they want this island to be in 5, 10, uh, 15, 20 years' time. Okay. And if okay. you don't have this vision, then you don't uh, know what you want. Exactly. And you don't develop strategies, policies, nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, that's, but, that's but the scary thing is that when you do, when you leave it, and as you said, time is never to the benefit of the, the Cyprus problem or to a solution. So when you leave it like this without uh, doing anything, then we are really drifting towards something that is very... I would say very dangerous, and uh, which is a which is a, a partition, but a partition not between Turkish Cypriots and Greek Cypriots, but a partition between Greek Cypriots and Turkey, and uh, and I just cannot wrap my head around the fact that we are not doing anything to stop this. Yeah, but um, in order to be able to do such a thing, such a thing you say, the, you have to you have to go uh, and think of the Cyprus problem uh, bottom up, mm -hmm. uh, starting let's say some something from the people, from the society. Exactly. If you see, to me, the society right now doesn't is not is in apathy in terms of uh, Cyprus problem. Yeah. So if he, if he doesn't start from the bottom and going up to the leadership, because the leadership obviously uh, they don't want to move so if mm -hmm. the people they don't want to move as well and they don't demand something nothing yeah. is going to happen the yeah. politicians are it's very convenient especially for 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 most politicians this situation is very convenient and what what do we need to make people move to, to demand this <laughs> but us, let's say the two of us, is going to be very difficult to, <laughs> to, to, to mobilize <laughs> to mobilize people. Uh, yeah. But I think, look, I think um, I've said it many times. I wrote it many times as well. I think that uh, uh, economy could bring uh, people yes. together. Yes. Uh, let's say if uh, if people they realize that, that they have to gain by do, by working together, uh, doing joint ventures. Uh, making money together, mm -hmm. um, prosper together. Yeah. Uh, of course, they're going to meet, they're going to have a well with their families, they're going to yeah. have a glass of wine, and uh, they're, they're going to be friends. And exactly. when you are and when you are friends and you have common interests as well, you find political solutions. Yes. 
I think that's that's the only way that we can move forward nowadays in the Cyprus problem. But uh, I don't see any willingness as well no. uh, to to do that. People, yeah. uh, you know, are sitting on the couch uh, and uh, they're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, in Cyprus we have uh, this this weird um, uh, belief that things will come from the outside. So we expect, you know, other people to come and solve the Cyprus problem or exactly. to solve other problems. And, and we, we, we think that we don't have any um, power to do anything or to change anything, which is, um, which is a very uh, wrong belief, uh, I, I believe. But, but this is the sense that people have. Yes, it's always like that. You always expect from the from the United Nations, from the European Union, yeah. from uh, the the United States, Russia, whoever, yeah. Yeah. to come intervene and somehow magically uh, solve uh, solve your problem. Yeah, because it's not their problem; it's yours. Exactly. And, uh, and uh, people they don't realize. It. People they don't realize this. And, uh, you know, uh, you reminded me once I was um, interviewing Espen Bart Eide, the United Nations Secretary General's yeah. advisor in Cyprus. And um, it was a time where the talks were kind of uh, getting into this negative downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I asked him a question and he looked at me and he said, you know what, Estra, we cannot want this more than you. You need yeah. to want it more. And it really stuck with me, that sentence. And, and he was exactly. very right. He was very exactly. right. Because we were expecting the UN to, you know, have all the, the yeah. desire and the effort and do everything to solve it. Why yeah, yeah. we just... To come up with a plan as well that we yeah. can consider and discuss for ages and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I mean, that's, yeah. exactly. that's, the, that's the situation. But in, in any case, I mean, the... the, the the way forward, actually, is if Greek Cypriots and Turkey Cypriots develop a, a, a common vision mm -hmm. for them to know what they want uh, this island to be, uh, what exactly they want from this island to be in, mm -hmm. in, uh, in uh, the future, in 5, 10, uh, 20 years. Once they have this, they could go, they could go to, the Europe, to, the, to the international community and say, this, that's how we want to, to live yes, together. This, or, is, our or, this yeah. is our vision. And, and, and at that point, Nobody can say to them, to to the people of this island, no, you, you can't do that. But yeah. you have to have you have to have this vision. If you don't, yeah. then there's no point in discussing it. Nobody else from the international community is going to come and solve your problem. Yeah. They they come, they intervene because they have uh, interests, but at the same time they serve their own interests, not yours. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. The, that's the situation. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back a little bit to discuss. Um, uh, yes. Uh, the presidential election. Sure. Because, yes. uh, you know, the way the political parties uh, go about forging questionable alliances mm -hmm. uh, made me think what sort of person I would like to see as the next president of uh, the Cyprus Republic. Okay. Especially after all the previous uh, first citizens, Ezra failed abysmally to unify this island, this one yeah. that we were talking before. Yeah. And as well, didn't prevent but encouraged or tolerated corruption. Mm -hmm. And as well, managed progressively to discredit the country abroad. I'm talking yes. about the Cyprus Republic. Yes. So I came to realize that I want a person who knows how to inspire others and select the right people to work with them, mm -hmm. to have character. 
-hmm. I'm not looking uh, for larger than life uh, leaders, big statesmen mm -hmm. and women. The mm -hmm. time has passed, I think. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, gone. Mm -hmm. uh, today's presidents and prime ministers are operating like the chief executive officers, the CEOs True. of large like, successful uh, corporations. It's all about building a good team. And yes, uh, you have to have good yes. team. You have to have advisors that uh, they uh, they speak their mind. Yeah. If uh, especially when uh, when they uh, disagree with the boss. Exactly. Then, but <laughs> we don't like that. We want everyone around us to tell us yeah. we are amazing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So up to now, except for George Vasiliev, I would say, uh, Cyprus, uh, the Cyprus Republic had at the helm professional politicians yeah. who primarily occupied themselves with the Cyprus problem, mainly not doing anything to solve it, but talking for... Uh, Talking. Yes, and, yes. And then, of course, doing political favors, um, uh, an occupation that uh, all Cypriot politicians mm -hmm. in both sides of the Green Line have mm -hmm. gained a PhD, I think. You mm -hmm. know, this, this political mm -hmm. favors is our own thing. Yes, yes. Anyway, so, but, uh, anyway, yeah. I mean, uh, in, in, a, in essence, I believe that the president of the country should uh, be a, also a technocrat. I yeah. agree that uh, that Political acumen is essential, but understanding the economy is also a must. Of course. A, a, contemporary, a contemporary leader needs to be able to handle the political personnel and the technocrats in the European Council, the European Commission, True. and the European Parliament True. to understand what they say and do in these European institutions. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. there that uh, most of the elements of governance nowadays uh, take place. That's more or less. Uh, ah, and another thing that yeah. uh, is very is very important to me. I'm not looking for immaculate leaders, people who are pure and cannot be faulted. Simply, they don't exist, as there is no such a thing as immaculate uh, citizens. True. I mean, we we are people. We make mistakes. We we have faults, mm -hmm. and as well. We, we will use political or other favors to improve uh, our position, to find jobs for our kids, to mm -hmm. protect uh, our health. Mm -hmm. This kind of situation is endemic every, everywhere. So mm -hmm. you don't look for immaculate people, but you look for people that they have character yeah. and they know to choose uh, the people around them. Yeah. Yeah, that's very important. And I think ethics is also very important. Uh, someone very important. with integrity and with, uh, you know, ethical values, exactly. um, which which we we unfortunately lack in Cyprus, again. Um, Look, I mean, I, I mean, you're right. But I mean, let's let's be frank. I mean, everywhere in the world, uh, mm -hmm. there is there is corruption. But at mm -hmm. the same time, uh, there are red lines. If you cross these uh, red lines, then you get punished severely, especially yeah. the politicians. And we've seen that in the European countries. We've seen that yeah. uh, in the state as well. Yeah. Uh, because everybody can understand and accept a little bit of favoritism. Mm -hmm. But there is a red line there that you shouldn't cross. Mm -hmm. We cross uh, systematically these red lines yeah. and nothing yeah. happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> no, we we no don't have red lines. <laughs> <laughs> there is no accountability. That's, that's, uh, that's very deep. 
That's very true, Lefteris. Well, thank you so much. This, I think, um, gave us a very um, good um, and objective uh, image of what is going on in the South. And we, I'm, I'm sure we are going to be talking about this a lot as we... Of course, of course. Closer. It's way too early. It's way yes. too early, as you said. But um, I mean, just uh, yeah. for the last thing, I, I do hope that the party leaderships and the candidates will understand that people, the state allies and desire political honesty. Even mm -hmm. if we accept uh, that honesty in politics is nothing more than uh, half-truths. But yeah. between you and me, I suspect that the candidates and political leaders who won't see this new reality, the ones that will carry on insulting the intelligence of the electorate, will yeah. face a big surprise in the election night. Well, I hope you're right. I hope you're me right too, because it is about time. <laughs> yes, well, nice we, to we, talk to you. Yes, nice very to nice you. to talk to you. Um, and with that, we can end our podcast for today. And um, we will be with our listeners uh, very soon again. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.